Welcome everyone to the eighth plot. We're back with another What If episode and this is a special episode because it's our Christmas episode. Belated Christmas. It is belated. We are filming this and uh, you know letting, releasing it after Christmas but we didn't want to do this podcast uh, with our families eating and enjoying presents in the background while we were recording this mm. I guess. No we, want, we waited a couple of days and we're doing it. But this is also our happy new year uh, episode nice, nice. So it's two, two, two holidays in specials. Yes, in yes. one, I guess. Two, you, two for the price of one. You can hear them in the background. I've got obviously Scott with me. Hello. And Ben with me. Hello. You guys, want to say some season's greetings to our many fans? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're far too polite to say each other go first. Ben, why don't you go first? Oh, okay. Um, thank you all for joining us on the eighth plot this year. You have been. You have made our year, and we hope that you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Indeed. Other holidays are available. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott, do you have season's greetings? Uh, just Happy Christmas. Yeah, that's it. Happy Christmas. Short, short and um, sweet. And a Happy New Year. No, we can't say that. Copyrighted. What? Who's copyrighted Happy New Year? I don't know. Someone. Oh, that's a good point. I just sung it. Um, <gasps> uh, nobody tell whoever owns this song that I did that. I hope I... Must be in public domain by now. Probably. I hope so. It was less I'm not than, paying. It was, <laughs> it was less than five seconds, you'll be fine. Yes, yeah, true. If it's, uh, it wasn't saying very well, so. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think the audio actually picked it up. <laughs> so no one's going to. We don't want to take money off that guy. That guy's singing was appalling. Okay. Thank you, Scott. At least, at least, at least I feel better about that. Keep the Christmas cheer. Christmas, Christmas cheer. And in line with Christmas cheer, um, we'll do things a little bit differently because this is a special. Christmas episode so you've obviously noticed that our film this um, this time episode. this episode is going to be Home Alone 1 and 2 however you two want to approach it and maybe my own idea uh, as well what I would do in the Home Alone universe but I thought because it's Christmas um, Home Alone is not a it's not all. It's not our favourite Christmas movie. It's a great Christmas movie, but we will have our individual favourite um, Christmas movies. So we're going to apply the what if rules to our favourite Christmas movies very briefly. Um, so Scott, we'll start with you. What is your favourite Christmas movie? Oh, well, one of my favourite Christmas films is probably The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I just I think it's a great film. So the the plot, if I recall this correctly, is that Santa's on top of his house. Yes. Um, Telemann's character basically kills Santa. Well, uh, he, he wanted because uh, Tim Allen doesn't really believe in Santa. Uh. He sort of goes out, and goes, oh, Dad, someone's on the roof. And it's like, Hey, buddy, get down. And he goes, what? 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 And he falls off. And that Santa then, he puts on, he decides, for some reason, the first thing Tim Allen's character thinks to do is to undress he, this guy who fell off he, the roof of his house. He disappeared. He wasn't undressed. Oh, okay, that's he fine. He disappeared. The clothes were just there. That poor guy um, who probably had a life of his own. No way. That was Santa, whatever. And then Tim Allen puts on the cloak and becomes Santa and yeah. steps into Santa's uh, dead shoes. Yeah. Um, kind of like a, 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 what's it called? A Wizard of Oz situation where <laughs> Dorothy killed the witch <laughs> and then just decided to take her shoes because why not? Yeah. So how would you, what would you do if I threw you into the, the Santa Claus movie universe uh, right there at the beginning? What would you do? What would you do to take well, advantage? My first goal is to become Santa Claus. <laughs> So I, I find a way to chuck Santa off the roof first and then get to his clothes and put, put them on. <laughs> so, okay. Efficient. It's efficient. You, I was going to suggest if you didn't want blood on your hands, you could just, just, um, just, wait. You could just wait for Tim Allen to knock him down. That's true. And then, and then you, you just you, run past like, and grab the coat. I'll tell you what you do. You dress up, you, you pile snow around yourself yes. and, you hold your, and, and, like, and just wait there as a snowman yes. <laughs> right next to where you know he will, he will fall. And Tim Allen knocks him down, he falls down, he's dead. And then suddenly the snowman bursts apart with you <laughs> and he goes, excuse me, and you, you, you whip away the cloak and you run off into the night yes. putting it on and then you will become Santa Claus. Yes. You'll be kidnapped by the reindeer and the sleigh, presumably. Is that how it worked? I don't really know how it worked. I think for some reason they put on the clothes and went onto the roof and then reined it and then just I become mm. this big fat man with a beard that I stopped growing. Uh, yeah, and you get to spend your rest of your life being Santa and you're happy with that scenario. Sure, why not? Sure. <laughs> Christmas cheer to children in law. Yeah. I assume you're now immortal as well. Unless, I'm not sure how it unless works. when he dies his clothes just like float away to the next person. You see, that's where, that's where I'm sort of... Because assuming Santa Claus beforehand had his own life. 
the guy who threw Santa off the roof before him. They they probably killed another Santa in yeah. the past and then took over How the role. How many Santa's deaths have been on our hands? Well, humanity's hands mm. ever since the beginning of it. But presumably in, was the, in the law, it was St. Nick and then St. Nick magic, magic, magicked his, uh, his clothes <laughs> and then that became... And then the next person, for some reason, put it on. It's just a long line of people trying on this coat yeah. and becoming Santa Claus yeah. randomly. And, and like my that. first act as Santa Claus would be to immediately fire Bernard. That's the old elf, isn't it? Yeah, that's the guy in charge. I don't want him in charge anymore. Why don't you want him in charge? I'm reforming Christmas. <laughs> are you going to make it like really like efficient? And Are you going to really stick to the naughty list? And... Yes. Yes, you are. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of coal for you, coal yes. for you, coal for you. Because people keep... Keep threatening to cancel Christmas, and they never do. They never do. So you count on Christmas if the world's been too naughty. <laughs> Reforming Christmas. Reform Christmas. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do you like? What do you like best about the film, though? Like, why do you think? I, think I, just, I just really best? like Tim Allen as an actor. So I'm just happy. I'm happy. Since Fresh since off his Buzz Lightyear sort of yeah. uh, time. Oh. Okay. The Santa Claus. I haven't seen it in ages, but it's. It was a good. I like the concept of it. I think that the films can get considerably worse as you go on. I mean, there's a dark subtext to the universe of, like, if if the world ever found out that you could become Santa by killing the previous yes, Santa, waiting there with a shotgun. Ch- ch- hey, Santa! Ch- ch- <laughs> like, I'm Santa now, and then it goes to the next house. And it's it's ch- kind ch- of like the Elder Wand of uh, <laughs> of holidays. If you own it, <laughs> if you kill the person before, you get. There's something else. There must be something else that if you kill the person beforehand, you get it. You get his power. Probably. And there must be how thinking what it is. It's out there somewhere, though. Not... Leave it in the comments, because I know what he's talking about. I just there can't... must be a... If, yeah, if you remember in the comments, if you watch this video to at least this point, put the in the comments <laughs> what um, what other kill the person, then you gain their power kind of routine is there in a film. And it, then imagine that in the Christmas scenario. And then basically yeah. you've got the Santa Claus. Excellent. Thank you. And, uh, and throughout the rest of this conversation, Scott will be... Um, uh, portrayed as the Santa Claus Tim Allen from the Santa Claus who's only got a better look and age or the logo from the film whatever I can find on the internet so there you go so that's Scott. that will represent Scott for the rest of this uh, and if worse comes to worse we'll just put a picture of Buzz Lightyear on exactly <laughs> maybe that's more funny maybe Santa I'll do God. that <laughs> Buzz Lightyear with, with a, a Christmas hat on. yes I am sure there I am sure there is one and so if, if there you is... immediately skipped Home Alone you'll just be immediately confused why Buzz Lightyear's on your screen exactly so don't skip and and if I found one <laughs> afterwards, post-production, then, yeah, Scott's now Buzz Lightyear. If not, he's still the Santa Claus. <laughs> so, moving on to Ben. Ben, what is your, one of your favourite Christmas uh, films? I, um, one of my favourite Christmas films is Elf. Ah, with, classic. With Will Ferrell and... What is the basic plot of Elf for people who might have not seen it? No spoilers, if you can. <laughs> it, it came out, like, however long ago. Yeah, but some people haven't seen it. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, go see it. There's a lot of Will Ferrell films to work your way through. Uh, yeah, that's true. But um, <clears throat> so basically, um, the Santa goes and visits an orphanage to deliver some presents, and one of the kids gets out of there. You cop- say kid like they're five. It's a little bubba. Sorry, it's a baby. baby okay. Cr- climbs out of their cot, and because they see a teddy bear in Santa's sack, and he then gets taken to the North Pole accidentally, and he then becomes an elf. Uh, but he's also a human, so he's so much bigger than that. Because Will Ferrell's like six mm. something or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's a tall man. He doesn't fit at his desk in the yeah. elf school. He yeah. has an adopted father. He he get he gets bullied. Well, not bullied, but like he. Yeah, he doesn't have the best life, and then he goes. <laughs> and then he goes. Are you kidding lo- me? He's listening to the North Pole. Yeah, that's true. And then he gets. And then he goes looking for his real dad and his real family in New York City. Okay. The Big Apple. Uh, yes. The Big Apple. As with all, as as with all films, prove is probably the worst place to spend Christmas because yes. if you do, you'll get attacked by gangs, or yes. you have to uh, as Home Alone suggests protect Howie. your home alone. Half and Marvin and. Although, if you're, I guess, living in Chris in New York, you'll probably, at Christmas time, you'll probably will find your romantic interest. Um, yes. So there's benefit, there's, there's pros and cons but to yeah. <laughs> living in New York at the time of Christmas but in a movie universe. you will universe. need big card and lots of um, permanent marker. Yes. Mm. Well, so, I assume we mentioned Love Actually. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Because I've but not that's seen a, that's it, so a I was dodgy. You haven't seen a, it? No. That's I was a terrible. Oh, oh, but that, yeah, that, that's not New York, that's London. 
Is it? And that scene is problematic. <laughs> 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 It's not exactly a best friend bonus. No, no, it's the best friend of the husband, like, trying basically to court propose, his wife away. Yeah. So, no thank you. Um, what I did think it was a court first, then you learn. And she aged. Tangent <laughs> control. Tangent, thanks, Scott. Back to, back to Elf. Thank you, Scott. Ben, um, what would you do if you were inside the Elf universe? Well... I know where the North Pole is now, and I know that Santa exists, and he's got this entire workshop of elves. And it's, so, isn't in the world of elf, no one really believes in Santa no. anymore. Not really. Some are, but not, but not the world mainstream. No. World. So I'm gonna get a documentary crew together. <laughs> We're gonna go like spying in the North Pole. And, and it, you should get David Attenborough. Yeah, you should. Yeah, David Attenborough. And now, and who the elf, we see the, the six foot elf. <laughs> The genetic freak, we presume, is <laughs> particular group. <laughs> and and here, here we, we see a crazy man dressed as an elf running through New York. <laughs> and here we have a wild Santa in his natural habitat. <laughs> Eight reindeer, <laughs> one with a red nose. <laughs> what a weirdo! <laughs> I don't think I'd have brought, really that was that was, that was um, not good of us to sort of portray tape, but that's what just that was calling. David Attenborough, if you're watching, we're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. I'm not a sound of all my statements, but also, <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, I, yeah, he doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't interfere with that level. But no. I still think he should voice this documentary yeah. within within no. universe. So yeah, I get documentary footage of Santa proving his existence, and yeah. boom. Christmas changes forever for the rest of the world. What do you think the consequences would be if the world saw a documentary proving that Santa was actually real? Well, People would my, be nicer. Here's my problem be. with all Christmas films. Yes. Because allegedly all these parents don't believe in Santa Claus. But presents end up that they don't know they're buying under the tree. So like, how do these get here? Like, how is that an explanation? <laughs> it's like, what is happening there? There is no explanation. For how does how it work? The, in every Christmas film where uh, Santa Claus is supposedly real, there is no explanation. There's never any sort of magical sort of uh, MacGuffin or get out of jail free card which like makes people think that this present came from somewhere and not question it. It's just it's illogical. Do you think like if, like in your scenario, you prove that Santa exists by using the Elfie universe logic, how would Christmas, like, would people start adopting Christmas around the world and start behaving better in order to get those good gifts? You've got some parents, like, putting notes on the chimney, like, please do not disturb, or something. <laughs> well, I'm a form of Christmas, so that would be how I would work. Some people would try to capture Santa Claus as well. Yes. Wouldn't they? There'd be, there'd be bear traps at the bottom of this. Bear traps. I'm sorry, that was an extreme. Just, like, just I, come down okay. the chimney. <laughs> ah, my... <laughs> We've got him! We've got Santa Claus! <laughs> We're taking your sack and everything in it. Because <laughs> they almost caught him in Elf. Yeah. He crashed. Yeah, that's true. Because no one, not enough people in New York, because it's, it's a terrible place, yeah. as portrayed in every Christmas movie, um, yeah. didn't believe enough and the yeah. reindeer crashed. And then they sang for some reason. That means you've got to get your documentary out before the events of Elf happen. Yeah. Because otherwise it'll, Elf will prove that Santa Claus does exist. I mean, if I'm being thrown in at the time of the... Of, orphanage bit yeah so I've got, You've got, I've got like 18 years or whatever, years 20 or something. years something like that yeah mm. that worked how, actually how old was Will Ferrell 30 by the time something like that don't know I love, I love Will Ferrell and that and Christmas yeah. especially because New York because then um, they couldn't afford real actors so they just ran up to people on the street going Santa in that big red suit it was like oh, you're not Santa and just uh, walked away from me. <laughs> and, um, I, love, I love how they've like, found somebody who was wearing a Massive red coat and like with a Santa beard. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's like, and when he's spinning in the doors, he could actually see a security guard going up to the door, going to go, "What are you doing?" But then he walks away. Then he does it again, and he comes back. It was just so nervous. <laughs> I didn't realize that was all ad lib to some extent. I will just realize there's notice something wrong about Elf, and that is the fact that they 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 finally got rid rid of Welfarel, the, the Elf character, because he had gotten too big, but. He was like thirty year old Will Farrell at that point or whatever. He wasn't like in his he hadn't just turned eighteen. No. And they he must have been there for a good ten years that height. And, and only was, now do they think to get rid of him? Yeah. And it, it was child <laughs> abduction to a certain extent, so it was all illegal. Yeah, I wonder if anyone got fired at the orphanage for losing a kid. I wonder if there was any big hoo ha about yeah, that. It's like where did this child go? I mean like he has a family. I yeah. Mean, he did have a family. Lawsuits everywhere. His, so like his, it was his family. Yeah. 
It's a touchy universe. Yeah. <laughs> As but it I do is like with them. every Christmas movie, I think. Uh, oh, hang on. That's a good question. Is there a non? There's there's good Christmas universes like Christmas Carol, except for the fact those ghosts only. Do you think? In Christmas Carol, do you think they target any other they, people? They taunt him, and then they're like... But they change screws, and that's good, and they show him truths. But why have they not been doing that, like, this is the turn of the century, sort of... No, it's Dickensian, so you're like, mid-19th century. Um, there are lots of people, evil people in the world, who could probably do with free spirits, convincing <laughs> them not to be evil, and no. <laughs> uh, it's because it's, it's Kermit the Frog being bullied, and, like, they, they the ghosts love him, so... <laughs> They only did it for oh, they only did it for Kermit. Mm. We better change this guy's evil yeah. boss, then he has a better life. That's that's even that's more dark and depressing than yeah. the fact that these spirits don't do anything about all the other evil people in the world. I mean, at the time of writing, there's a civil war that's about slavery in America. I think some Confederate soldiers could do with a visit from free spirits. That's my problem with a Christmas Carol. Slight interjection, Scott. Um, tangent. Tangent control. And now we're back. Thank you. <laughs> we need like a siren. <laughs> I thought you were going to get that for Christmas. No, I didn't ask Tangent Control for it. What? <laughs> Wasn't on my Christmas list. Oh, dear. Okay. So that's Elf. You're now the most famous documentarian in the world. Indeed. Um, Along with my partnership for 20 years with David, David Attenborough. <laughs> I'm pretty sure David Attenborough's immortal at this point. He must be immortal. I hope he is. Because I, with... I can't bear to lose that voice on nature documentaries. Yeah. Along with her, her royal majesty, the Queen, I'm pretty sure she's immortal as well. <laughs> the Only well, the, you know, only the rich and powerful would. <laughs> Slight political aside. Um, and that now comes to me. My fa- oh, so What ben, is your favourite, Mark? Hang on, just got to cover this. Ben, you will be therefore represented by Elf for the rest of this or video. Or Can character. you Photoshop my face into an Elf body? I will try. I <laughs> and can and Photoshop like, Scott onto, onto a Santa Claus. Inside a Buzz Lightyear. You're giving me way too much homework that I don't really want to do. <laughs> anyway, that's what you'll be represented for the rest of this episode. My, one of my favourite Christmas episodes... Um, a Christmas film, sorry, is Die Hard. Die. Uh, specifically, Die Hard 1. Die Hard 2 is a Christmas film as well because it takes part. part of is Christmas. Die Hard a Christmas film? This is the debate that raged this time of year on places like Twitter and Facebook, it what? seemed. Like, it's, it agree... takes place at Christmas. What else do you need? I agree with um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The they say... I agree with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It is a Christmas film. I say it is a Christmas You agree film. with Jake from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yes. Jake Peralta, right? Oh, well, go watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine if you haven't. Yes, um, it is great. It is great it fun. Is great. And I, do you not think Ben therefore it is a Christmas film? I mean, I haven't. I don't seen care that it. Bruce Willis says it's not. <laughs> I don't care for his opinion on the matter. He's just the actor. Who does he? What does he know? Yeah. It's, it, yeah, what does he know? On Disney Plus, it is suggested as a Christmas film. There you so go. There you go I, Bruce I, Willis. Although I hate to say this, I will trust Disney with that opinion. Yeah. <laughs> the mouse is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the maps is even the sure I agree with it. Disney, but you know, so you don't think it's a Christmas film? I, I mean, I haven't seen it, so I, oh, have, I can't really. Yeah, he's just told. Oh, in that case, this is a perfect segue into me telling you the plot of the film. Oh, good. So the plot of the film is uh, a cop from New York, <laughs> New York again. Anyway, <laughs> what, uh, a, what a bad place to live. But it's not in New York; it's in Los Angeles, which turns out to be a worse place because. Well, anyway, he he he's going to see his wife, who's a sort of estranged from, who live who lives uh, works it for a really big business in Los Angeles in this place called Nakatomi Tower or Plaza, whatever it was. Um, and when he gets there to see his wife and sort of like you know make up with her and get her to come to New York, see their kids, stuff like that. No way, the kids were living with Harley. Harley. Sorry, just wanted to do that bit from the film. <laughs> Harley. <laughs> He's anyway. been dying to do that since we started talking about it. Exactly, we? I love that bit. He just screams it all the time. And in the second film. Either way, but when they get to this building where this work do is happening, the the whole tower is then sort of accosted by um, terrorists, or actually I guess they're not really terrorists, criminals is probably better, led by Alan Rickman. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I, I this don't, is one of his best performances. I don't like Die Hard anymore. But either Alan way, so the terrorists take over the building, so people get killed, but he gets separated, the... John McClane, uh, played by Bruce Willis, gets separated and has to defeat the terrorists. And he just basically goes through hell trying to. Like he get, his, t- his t-shirt gets ripped, his, cut, like, his feet get cut up and everything. In the end, I won't spoil what happens. But either way, it's a Christmas film because it has Christmas decorations in the background. And, <laughs> and, and he kills someone. John McClane kills someone and writes, ho, 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 now I have a 
machine gun on his jumper. So it's a Christmas film based on that evidence alone. By that logic, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Spider-Man yet, I do apologise. So spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. No, 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 no. It's too soon. We can't say Tangent anything. control. Sorry. But that's a Christmas film too because it takes place at Christmas. Well. It was released at Christmas. There you go. But that's... Oh, okay. Whatever. Spoiler alert. Die Hard. Sorry. Um, that's the plot basically Ben okay. I do suggest you watch it it's a great action film it, it, it has a sort of knock on effect with other action films throughout throughout history all the last 40 um, years or whatever it is. and the most famous sign which I shan't repeat here because it's far too rude yes it's definitely too rude for our pod. we don't want to be demonetised in the future but anyway um, and don't repeat those words <laughs> kids or do what Charles Moore does and just make them up but either way uh, what would I do about Die Hard you won't understand this Ben so but it, it, um, spoiler alert! But near at, towards the end of the film, um, <laughs> Ben's pretty sad. <laughs> either way, towards the end of the film, uh, the the terrorists are actually there to steal money in the end. It's a big heist for them, uh, and they've got hundreds of millions of pounds on like a, on a van ready to go. Uh, everyone, every other terrorist is being taken care of by John McClane. But at the bottom, this one terrorist who's trying to get away with the money, a limo driver just smashes into his van, knocks him out. And then he, he either, he's either dead or gets arrested. And, and then that limo driver is a hero as well at the end for, for, for pouring the plot and making sure the money doesn't get stolen. But I'll be there. I would have parked up at Nakatomi Plaza before any of this happens. Like, just just like at the end, like on the periphery, turn the lights off in my car, just read a book. I'll hear gunfire <laughs> above me, explosions. I'll just, I'm being bad in this, so I don't really going to help John McClane save anyone. But when the limo driver smashes into the van, that's when I come out of nowhere, chloroform the limo driver, <laughs> and then I steal the bonds, and I walk away with hundreds of millions in, I don't know what it was, bonds, money, whatever it was at the end. And then, and then I just... Then Bitcoin. I just, Bitcoin. <laughs> whatever the equivalent of... Bit, yeah, it's it kind of like a Bitcoin thing. But anyway, I would... I walk away... Not, Whatever. It's money. It's lots of money. And I just then get back in my car my and position. hide there until it's time for me to drive out without any of the police knowing that where that where'd that money go? Where the terrorist go? Oh, I must have got blown up or set on fire. And that's how I would take advantage of the Die Hard film at the beginning. I suppose if I was good, <clears throat> I could just stop the terrorists from ever getting into the building in the first place by just blowing up the van at the very beginning. <laughs> so that they, they they drive up, they park they get ready to infiltrate the building and say the whole van explodes. And, I, and, I, and, and everyone above goes, that was a loud firework that someone released, I guess, for Christmas. And then later on, they'll find the exploded van in the basement. But what does it matter? They don't know why it happened. But I saved everyone, including that sleazy corporate lawyer guy. But whatever, you can't. Well done for that, Mark. Yes, that's there's two. You just spoiled the movie for me, and now I don't need to watch it. <laughs> you don't. You, it's you a Christmas do. movie. It's always happy ending. In that case, watch Die Hard too. I don't. And this is a controversial uh, opinion. Like, I love that as a sequel. There's like four Die Hards, isn't there? Uh, five. Wait, four? four. Five. No, there's five, and they get progressive. Well, actually, after number three, they get progressively worse. That's okay. just ridiculous. Although number four is entertaining, it's still a Die Hard movie, I guess. Oh, well. I mean, that's just the plot with any film where the sequels have more than three. But this is why I think the second Die Hard is such a good sequel, because it just it just takes the exact same part of the first one and just transports it to a different location. So that's think, what Home Alone so 2 does. Spread. But everything's fresh still. It's just the same thing, but it's, is, it's still entertaining. That that's is. why Home Alone 1 and 2 are... Home Alone 2 is a good sequel, because it's exactly the same thing yes. in a different place with different <laughs> traps, and it's all fresh while being the same thing, and I feel safe in it <laughs> that's why I'm safe with Die Hard 2 yeah. it's exactly the same plot but slightly fresher bad guys and, and a new a glossy cover of paint at an airport and it's fine it's a good sequel don't I don't care what you say in the comments I would not read them if you if you say Mark is wrong about Die Hard 2 <laughs> <laughs> which is why I'm going to be represented by Bruce Willis. John, John McClane John McClane in this case <laughs> I get the call speaking of Home Alone should we move on to Home Alone yes I think we should um we don't want to, uh, uh, yeah, beat around the bush. I guess we'll just get straight into it. So what do people think of Home Alone? Should we start with I, Well, I, I, I was like, you guys weren't even born when it first came out. And I, yeah. and I saw it. And I thought it was epic. 
like I thought, ah, uh, oh, that's such a cool thing to like defend your home, yeah. not not in the classical American way, which is shooting at people, but with um, but with traps and, and spiders accidentally. Yes, um, paint tins that should have killed yes. them three times yeah. over, burning yeah. M into yeah. someone's hand, nails Bricks. in the floorboards, exactly, tetanus, <laughs> yeah, iron on the face. Yes. These things are all, and it was hilarious. They're all hilarious. Yeah, Home Alone one and two was good. Three is tolerable. I've four. never seen Bomber the Sea 2, 3 or 4. I three is tolerable. No, four is no good. The one that's just come out is no good either. We're going to focus on one and two best. today. The best. The uh, the Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin, who made them what they are. Um, yes. And number two is just the, it's just the, it's the same thing. It's, it's just the same just with Donald York. Trump. There's Tim Curry. There's Donald Trump. Uh, which which is bad, I guess. That's the it's that, just that's a, the worst thing about that. It's film. the most random cameo ever. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, excuse me, sir. Where's the lobby? It's like oh, Daniel Hall to the left. And it's like, why is Donald Trump in this? Yeah. There's no need for him to be in this. Well, whatever he had, he had this thing back in. I guess it was the nineties where, if you were ever using his property, he had to star in the film. Um, it was very funny. So thankfully, not a lot of people decide to film on his location. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be in every film, and every film would be worse. <laughs> um, because of his cameo. Um, but Tim Curry's in it, uh, delightful as the as the concierge. Is that the British one? Uh, I don't. Well, he's British, so yeah, he was British in it. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Um, Joe Pesci's in it. Joe Pesci's in it. Um, trying not to swear. Yeah. He was <laughs> exactly. Apparently, like on set, he would constantly say like the f word because he was so used to. Like doing, he comes from a long line of films, like fifteens. Like yeah, but so not around Kevin. No, so the, so, <laughs> the, so the director told him to say fridge instead. <laughs> I just think what he's done there is so funny because I constantly hear like my mum and dad going. <laughs> he just articulates whatever well every parent is probably like at Christmas yeah. trying to deal with kids. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a good, it's a great film. They're great. They really are solid. But except for the fact that you know all he had to do was call the police once, and yep. everything would have been solved. But the phone lines were down. And they weren't down at the very beginning, though. Yes, they? yes, they were. When he could have gone a lot. He could have gone to someone when, else's house. When the tree was wobbling about and it fell on the power lines. He's, he walks out to the shop and buys groceries for crying out loud. That's How true. far away is the police station? Is it fifty miles away? <laughs> and then the bags like tear and everything falls out, and then he like has like enough to. He goes back home, grabs some more bags, goes back, and nobody's stolen anything. Exactly. And he gets them all up again. Surely the police officer should have tried harder as well to get yeah. in the house. He knows the kids are somewhere. Like, they're not lying to... The parents aren't lying to him, to the police. I was like, oh yeah, nobody's home. Yeah, couldn't they? Why didn't they not think... Are they, oh no, they did try to call the police. The police went around and said... Ah, oh, there's no one here, and then left like good policemen should. When a mother calls to say they left, they left their son at home. It's like the mother's not lying to you; she's hysterical for crying out. But why didn't Kevin like just? Um, oh no, he wanted to be home alone. He liked it in the end, towards the end, didn't he? He want, he, he enjoyed being. He at goes home to church. <laughs> he goes to church. Yes, presumably his local church that he knew, yeah. and then um, that presumably lots of other people would know him from. Kevin, what are you doing here? Aren't your parent family in that dismal? Where were they? Paris? Florida, was it? I think well, it was Paris. It was Florida in the second one. Florida oh. was second And it's always raining Paris. wherever they are. <laughs> yeah. Terrible family as well. They were horrible. Uh. They were horrible to Kevin for no real reason. Mm. I, I would have been so bad in Kevin's situation. Just all, just my entire family. Just everyone, my extended cousins, my cousins, my great-great-aunts. I just couldn't handle it. it just, like, no, just too many of you go away. I always wondered what the dad's job was that he could afford a massive house like That's that. That's true. Because allegedly, for all... For, Presumably, for the rest of the year, they just live by, what, three siblings or so? I don't yes. think his family's ever explained, is it? Yeah, that's a massive house for just three He's got a mum and a dad, and I think he's got, what is it? Uh, uh, older brother. Older brother. What's his name? Buzz. Buzz. No. Was it Buzz? Yeah, Buzz. Yeah. With the trench. Are you sure it was Buzz? Yeah, yeah it was Buzz. Strange and then <laughs> I think he's got a sister as well, but it's never really explained. Buzz, like you. <laughs> that's way before that time. <laughs> um, Kevin Buzz did actually make a cameo. In the very last, in the most recent Home Alone, as a police officer. Who does? Buzz, the actor. Makes a camera. Does that. he? Yeah. That's a nice little. And I like, like that's a nice little. It's because when he's obviously left Home Alone, it's like they call him and say, like, oh no, this is just Kevin pranking me again, and just leaves it. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. Oh, so it's so, even uh, the same universe? Yeah. Ah, oh, uh, yeah. okay. 
That's it. He's a police officer and at Christmas time, Kevin obviously does this every That's year. That's poor police work by that person. I'm, I'm home alone. No, it's just Kevin pranking me again. Go away. Hangs up. It was very funny. But it, well, as a film, it wasn't any good. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent star review. One one star, yeah. but I like the cameo. And it, had, <laughs> it had that kid from Jojo Rabbit. In. Jojo Rabbit? Oh. The British one. I don't know. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. It's very fun. Okay. If you've ever seen Drop Dead Fred, it's effectively Drop Dead Fred, but Drop Dead Fred's Hitler. That's, that's dark. It's true. <laughs> it is the truth. Okay. okay. Well, no, I do want to see it just to see what that will be. It's like. very fun. And it's not offensive because the guy who plays it is Jewish. Tangent control. Yes. Tangent control, yes. yes thanks, Ben. Uh, your own power against you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm the one that causes most of the tangents. Yeah. Just controlling my own tangents. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we like Home Alone 1 and 2. Scrap the others unless you enjoy them. It's subjective. Yeah, live your own lives, but that's our yeah. opinion of home loan. Don't get left home alone. Don't ever get left home. Don't, parents, be better parents and don't yes. leave your kids at home. Don't lose your parents in airports because they wear no, the same coat fault. as somebody. That was Kevin's fault. That's Kevin's fault. He, he shouldn't have been playing with that. He shouldn't have. He even told Walkman, Walkman, Walkman. Don't be a Kevin. Don't be a Kevin in the second one. Um, but now we get to the point. What would you do if I threw you into the universe? Um, like. So Scott, we'll start. No, we start with Scott with the film. We'll start with you, Ben. Okay. So let's say you're thrown into the uh, Home Alone universe, and that that night before they all fall asleep, and then they miss almost miss their train. As himself or train, as Kevin? Hmm? As himself or as Kevin? Uh, which one would you like, as yourself or as Kevin? I throw you into the head of Kevin, oh. and then you wake up going, oh, "I know what's going to happen." What do you do? I I will be Kevin. You're in, so you're in the head of Kevin, and you're you're hyper aware of everything that will happen from this point forward. Yeah. I'm gonna head down to um and change my name to Ben. <laughs> <laughs> just just for the sake, just for your own. Conscience. I've got plenty of time. Okay. Depot. You're gonna change your name to Ben just because you don't like being called Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're Ben in in Kevin's head. Okay. Yeah. And then so I'm gonna so I'm gonna set so like the robbers don't have any weapons, do they? No, they don't have a gun or anything. They do in the second one, I think. Yes, but not they don't they don't need, they don't think they need it. So. Just a crowbar. Yeah, crowbar and which is used something against... else and a spanner maybe. Which maybe is used both to... crowbars. Yeah. That's it. Crowbars. Which is used more... against him in the fi- in one of the final scenes when he gets whacked in the chest with it. Ah, which, which probably would have killed him, but then mind. Yeah. So Ben, probably crowbars are your only yeah. adversary. As, as that much. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have got an air rifle, a tarantula. We know that, yes. Bricks, irons, paint, paint tins. <laughs> Rope, micro machines, um, yeah, um, ball balls that are really sharp, um, glass ones. I assume that's what yeah, um, hot wheels, or hot wheels like an yeah. iron, a nail, like something to a blowtorch, a, a blowtorch yeah. and a fan and oil and glue. fan and, and some, and some, and some dynamite and some nails dynamite. as well. Dynamite. Um, firecrackers, firecrackers. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. So, so I, I'm I'm relatively, you, you know, when he puts them in the bucket and then sets them off right next to the door to. Yeah, scare, um, them, away. scare them away. Scare them away. Because they're, they're doing a little yeah. uh, recce on the house. Yes. Mm. So what are you yeah. going to do? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to basically set up almost everything, like exactly where everything. You're gonna you're gonna progress the film right up to the point yeah, of I'm, the break in. You're gonna do exact same. I'm thing. gonna set the traps like, <laughs> really early on, <laughs> but I'm gonna set them better because I'm I've got more time to do it. Yes. So like. Like um, like the glass um baubles um I'm gonna be even deadlier. Yeah, and, <laughs> but like when he steps on them, I'm also gonna have like a paint to like, knock him back through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yes, you go. Ow! Then bang! He's in smash right back. Through. How does that work? Because Kevin only does that because he's able to throw him over the banister. You've got nothing to go. I know, but he's you've got more time to set he, up more elaborate he, traps. Yeah, I mean, like he's. He's stepped in there and he's just trodden on. Board on a he's, just, he's just like ah! with a weight so on I've it. Got and that swings down and knocks I, him back. I I can just be like and throw it at him because like if he's immobilized by the glass, I mean like there's he's so there in pain. Yeah, like he I'm, stepped on a Lego brick. And like um, so like um, I'm gonna I'm gonna like heat all the door, all the door hand. <laughs> Every single one. Yeah. <laughs> but then you won't be able to use them. Just the internal. Oh, okay, just the external ones then. Yes, and I mean, I'd I'd have to heat the internals to make the externals 
Um, yeah, but that's what I mean. Just is, I mean, I mean the, oh, yeah, the not, internal not, doors, no, not, not the, the external the, doors. The external doors. Yes. I'm gonna heat them all up. Um, <laughs> so like, I'm gonna like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk around with the blowtorch, and like whenever they come in, like. Just <laughs> You're just, you're, just, you're just a pyromaniac. <laughs> I'm gonna no, so like when they when Joe Pesci finally gets through the door, I'm just gonna be like fear. <laughs> throw back to the early episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or I'm just I just wait with like like nail gun. Every, <laughs> nail gun. There's there's so many things that you could do. So you're what you're doing is doing a saw a saw like situation. Yeah. Where you're. You're just cackling throughout the whole thing, going, I'm making this so much worse. These guys don't die. I'm just having fun. Because they don't. There's, there's literally no, no way to kill these people. I, I know which doors they're going to come in next. I just run round and, and run back to the next one. This is all very vague, you, Ben. It's, you, it's all very vague. I mean, like. You should put a mask on, like a clown mask. Of, do you want to play a game? And Marvin that into the house and then just do a. It's basically a death trap for Marvel, yeah. but they never die because no. they're they're immortal in this universe. Like, Not they're immortal, they're um, indestructible. Indestructible. They're clearly indestructible because they're... Or, or I'll like I'll lure them up onto the roof and just like push them, push them. <laughs> <laughs> smash. But they would die. They would get up and, and come back for more. But oh, the only thing that takes them down is the um, the spade from the next door neighbor. From the back of the head. The back of the so head. So I know their weakness. <laughs> You've worked out that that's their kryptonite. That's true. You can do whatever you want to them. At the end, aha, guys, bam, bam, and that's, now you're out. That's funny because in Home Alone Two, you just get gets some bricks at him and he does nothing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just, like a, a brick from like three stories up that would smash his skull, hits his head, and he just rolls up. <laughs> it makes you wonder if Kevin was in that. Is that the, the implication is Kevin is actually a psychopath and was yeah. trying to kill them the whole time and was constantly frustrated that nothing worked, <laughs> <laughs> but was savvy enough to have backup plans throughout yeah. the whole house. So you're you're in this. You're you're not going to change nah. anything. You're just in it to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I might or I might um I might just take the paint pots over to the houses that they're about to rob before they rob mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, now I like this even better. You're basically you're you're at the window waiting for the scream that comes from a house down the road as they get, fall into one of your other traps. There, <laughs> set traps in all the abandoned and houses. They do get to steal from them, but along the way, they you're, you're just listening out. Ah, ah, and then the next day, ah, ah, and so on and so on until these really bad and injured, burnt people come to your house, and then it's like a house of horrors for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see someone doing that. Then you do it all again in the second film. In New York. New York, too. you purposely get lost at the airport, yeah. and then you go to the hotel and live off room service, knowing yeah. that you're about to have even more fun by butchering <laughs> <laughs> these two people once again. Yeah. And their only crime was foolery. <laughs> that brick scene is probably one of our favourite scenes in Home Alone. It it's is. just, it's just so funny. How, Harry, Harry. And then he just moves that way. It's just so. You want I know my favourite from that is when you pull in the second one when he pulls on the door handle. And it's actually attached to a string. And it pops out the door, and yes! I realise it's yes! And then and then that pulls that giant um, like workbench thing with all the tools in it, rattling yes! down the stairs. Then Nate Marcos carry. Can you hear that? And they, they both put their heads to the door. And it smashes through it. Takes them with it right out the front door. It's one of the best. That right, that's was what the shank of a toolbox falling down the That's what Ben would do. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of a middle ground between but, good and bad. So like by, by the end of the the second movie, they're just they're just terrified of me. Yeah. And you should like, like send them pictures their prison cell like of you and then, then they have freak outs and <laughs> Or just send undeserved. them like a jar of paint or something. And in some ways they didn't deserve it because they're gonna steal all that money from a children's uh, yes. fund in the mm. second one. So we don't like these two people. Another one of my, my, my another one of my favourite scenes in Homeland Two is when how he slips on all that jelly and then he just falls back and for no apparent reason slides entirely across the other room falling in all this paint. It was like, when you fall, you just slip and you slip. But no, he slapped, fell all the way back and he just went, zoom, all the way to the other room. Well, just the way to... it was filmed, it was incredible. It was just hilarious. I don't really watch the whole film anymore. Yeah. I, I just well, I just skipped to the end and watched the... Because yeah. this sequence is only about... 15 20 minutes or less, yeah. The, the the primary thing about Home Alone is just that bit at the 
the best bit is the half an hour or, or 15 minutes, as you yeah. say, of just torture. Yeah. Um, there you go, Ben. Well, well done for you. just <laughs> having fun. And I salute you for just enjoying yourself in the, in the film. <laughs> Scott, you're in the Home Alone universe. Yes. What do you do? So, I find out that I'm in the I'm in the head to Kevin here. So you want to be in the head to Kevin as well? Yeah. So I think it's the, only, it's the only logical thing you can do. <clears throat> well, not only logical thing, but it's the most fun thing you could do. Well, you could always be a random person who just, like, just calls the police and then yeah. tells them about that van with all the stolen goods in it or yeah. something. But no, we're, but, we're having fun. So, so what yeah, you yeah, do? So, <laughs> when I go to the shops, I buy a lot more, like, you know, those sliding door locks. <laughs> I just buy a lot more of those. I think I see where this is going. And I set, up, I set up all the normal traps. I don't add anything else, but I set up all the normal ones. So, and, so um, when they first come in, you know how he's or um, Kevin's got that BB gun. Yes, so I wait for them. The door, the I sh- yeah, I shoot them. I shoot one Howie or Marvin Howie in the crotch, and then when Marv sees that, you shoot I, him in the face. Yeah, I shoot him in the face. But then when they're all like in pain and trying to manage, I escape out the <laughs> out the um fat, out the other side. Yep. And then I go to the neighbour's house and I call the police. There, you just end it. Yeah. Immediately, you, you have two good shots, yeah. and, then, and but you secured your house with all these extra locks. Exactly. I didn't think to do that. Of course, that's and what. I why, make, why didn't Kevin do that? And he I made sh- such good locks, set yeah, them all out, yeah. and I make sure the basement is locked because when because the burglars will assume I'm still in the house. Yes. So, um, ages so when Marv goes to the basement, he's not able to get the door open with the crowbar. No. Because the door's not locked, he just opens it. So I make sure that door's locked as well. <laughs> So they just have it very simple. So they just take a little bit longer, you go to the next door neighbour's house. Yeah, well, I call the police. And the police go there and they catch them in the act. Pretty much, very simple thing to do. You, you don't trust your ability to make traps then, as Gavin? No, no, I do all the normal traps because I think that they... Oh, simple. but you just do the smart thing and get yeah. out of the house early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I suppose it's... Cause I, cause you can always call me if you want. <laughs> I'll, I'll just have fun. <laughs> no, because I... <laughs> do you, you realise the tone of events that is? You're in the Home Alone universe. You, as Ke- Scott as Kevin, is calling up Ben in England. Ben, I've got a problem, Ben. I've got some... Do you want to come round and just try and kill these guys? But they can't die. They're indestructible. And yeah. That's a strange sequence of events. But if you want to do it, Scott, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's very simple. I'm trying to think of a way to do it that's more interesting than just buying more door locks and calling the police. I do. A lot of the traps were sort of uh, automatic. They didn't need Kevin. Not all, not all of them required Kevin to be there. So you could do a lot of like you know uh, pre-made traps while you were there calling the police and sipping tea in the neighbours. Uh, you're just like watching. House. You're watching all this celebrating cameras. Yes. <laughs> so one of the neighbours was home. No, the yes. the phone line was just. No, no. Uh, one of the neighbours was home. It was that guy with a shovel. He was home. Yeah. yeah, but, but Kevin didn't trust him. Although, you know you But I know he's him. a good guy. Yeah, so I just go to his house guy. and go, yeah, these guys are chasing me. Can you put the police for me, please? Exactly, and, and help me, yeah, and yeah. be my witness. Yeah. So you're just going to end it all? Yeah. But fine. they escaped from prison anyway, so I, so when I go to New York... Okay, so we're in the second one yeah. now. <gasps> I just thought, oh, no. <laughs> okay, we'll get there in a second. So sure. in, w- what would you do in number two? Well, I'll let Ben do, because I haven't decided number two yet. Okay, so I'll Ben, I'll let, that's ben you. Go. So, um, they get into... My hotel room, don't they? At one point. No. Um, no, they don't get into the hotel. Okay, I'm so I know where they're going to be. So is I'm, this first or second? Um, second one. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna set up like um like a like a, a chair, a comfy chair, and a and a sofa, and I'm gonna be like waiting there with some glasses and a notepad, and I'm gonna be like, so why do you want to rob? And I'm going to set up like this therapy session for them. Where in the house? Like in the, in the place where they're trying to rob. That's the uh, toy thing. Mm. So you're just gonna, so they come out of their hiding place <laughs> so to rob the children's thing, yeah. and you're there with a sofa inviting them to a psychiatrist, yeah. <laughs> and they want to kill you. It, it's so weird. It, oh no, you're going to be better. Are you going to be your normal? I'm going to be Ben. It, so I'm you're. Gonna, I'm going to be. <laughs> you're going to be your normal it's self. So weird. Yeah, I'm going to be my normal but self. But the problem with that is, is he Kevin's out. Kevin's outside waiting to spoil their plan. So and you're they gonna have a gun. Then they have a gun in that one, so they so might just kill you and steal the mu- steal the money and go. And Kevin's gonna ruin the whole psych- psych- therapy session yeah, by true, showing actually. up and blowing up the okay. blowing up half of it. What's Kevin's weakness? Um, <laughs> and it's gonna. Uh, oh, I'm gonna Kevin's grab him weak. and I'm gonna oh, put Kevin. him on a on a yeah, on the door. Kevin's weakness is hooks. <laughs> it's his shortness. He's short. Uh, oh. How he feels. <laughs> <laughs> it is a weakness. If you get put, if you're short and you get put on a hook, you are done. <laughs> That's you out of the picture. So <laughs> <we> try it. <laughs> no. That's, that's There's no hook that could hold there. me. 
No, that would definitely not hold my weight. Right. Anyway, either um, way. <laughs> um, okay. So I'll, I'll get Kevin out of the way and I'm going to fix... You're going to fix them with therapy? The yeah. Okay. That's one of my, another one of my favourite scenes in Home Alone, when he throws a book, throws brick. A brick, brick through the window. And it's like a smile... How he does, or Marv does smile, is like, <laughs> oh, he does. In the middle of what it's like, you're taking a picture of me, and Marv just goes, and he's yeah, he the button, and it's just, oh, I love that character so much. <laughs> yeah, that poor guy who got bullied by that 11 year old kid. <laughs> uh, I've got an idea of what I would do. Okay. It's, um, it's not cool. Like, in, in, a sense that, you don't, in a sense, you don't have to do anything in Homeland because everything works out all right in the end. Yeah. Except for all those people, of course, who have their houses raided before. Like, Kevin, Kevin, yeah, and flooded. And, like, Kevin's there going, no, I'm not going to help them. Yeah. They're not they're not my house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine when all those people came back from holiday and their holiday's been like, ruined. They, they open the door and, like, yeah, exactly. Oh. Water comes out and everything's ruined and everything's been stolen. Why is my water bill so high this month? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I could easily stop Marv and Harry before their thing even begins. I, mm. I call the police on the first house. They get arrested. Job done. But that's a good thing I can do. Mm. But I did think of a bad thing. I oh, yeah. <laughs> and there is a way to take advantage of the Home Alone universe for your own profit. Um, if you think about it, they, they, Marv and Harry attack every house except for the McAllister house. Mm. I leave that till last. They can send that to Jen. Which means they've got a van full of stolen jewellery, Hi-fi equipment and everything like that. And they're going to leave that van unattended while they try to take care of this 10-year-old boy. Mm. So, I wait for the evening. I, I get put into the universe whatever time. And then I just bum around for a few days waiting for the inevitable uh, torture session to begin. And as soon as Harry and Marvel leave their uh, van, I break into it drive it away t- uh, to a place where there's no cameras and load everything into a new van, uh, wipe it down for fingerprints and then I've got a van full of stolen goods. I'm, who knows, probably a millionaire given how expensive those yeah. houses were and how expensive the jewellery probably is inside of it. And, and there you go, that's how you take advantage of the Home Alone universe. And then, there we go, I'm rich. And wow. I, I'd buy one of those houses cheaper because they've all been water damaged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying the house with my own, with their own stolen money. It's <laughs> rich people. <laughs> and that's how I would take advantage of the home loan universe. It's cruel. I admit that. I could, I could save their, their stuff real easy. Nah. But nah, I'm just going to take all their stuff from yeah. Marv, who already did all the taking, and then walk away scot-free. I have thought of a way of um, doing something good in home loan too. Go ahead. So... Taking uh, out Donald Trump before he can run for president? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, let's not get political here. The Actually, will just by taking out, I meant convincing him not to obviously do it. Not, I, can't, I, can't, I don't think on this show I can advocate... Assassination. Assassination. I'm definitely not... I don't want to get stopped at an American airport, is my point. Anyway, <laughs> Secret Service, if you're listening, I did not mean it in any way. And you know I didn't. So I don't know why you're paying me down <laughs> at Los Angeles airport right now. <laughs> Go away! <laughs> That's them now. <laughs> the American government is always listening. Yes. But, um, I, you know, you just trip Donald Trump up and yeah. that'll set him on a new path. <laughs> no, but anyway. So, I'm Kevin in this. And I know they're planning to rob the, rob the thing. So, before I throw a brick through the window, I call the police anyway. So, yeah. By the way, these two guys are rob- robbing um, uh, the, the toy store. Yeah. But then I get evidence of it. While the police are coming, I throw a brick through a window and get a picture of them. I just run away. And by the time I find a way, the police have come and got them. Oh, I see. So the exact <clears> moment <throat> the police turn up, yeah. you've already smashed the window, so then you don't have to go through the whole exactly. shenanigans in the house. Yeah. That's clear. That's clean cut. Yeah. You also got to help that pigeon woman somehow. Pigeon woman? Yeah, the woman with the birds who saves him at the end. Oh, yeah. Kevin does have a knack for talking to strangers, doesn't he? I don't want those strangers turn out to be good. Do you think there's a film version, there's a script, the third script involving Kevin McAllister where he talks to a stranger and that stranger turns out to be <laughs> evil. <laughs> that was the one stranger he didn't, he shouldn't have trusted. <laughs> then he set the traps in their house. Yes. To escape. That's even dark. That, you, Kevin hopefully got a, maybe got a job down the line of setting traps that, places. He did, because in Home Alone, the new one, he has his own security company. <laughs> does he? He does, it's called the McAllister Security. <laughs> Which well, is... What a house full of dangerous traps! Well, no, just I've seen better security. It's become like a like a pest control. I did not know that for, for humans. <laughs> the film is no good. I did not enjoy myself, but it was a very, it was just. And there seems to be in this film. It's a poor film, but lots of interesting little throwbacks, which are actually quite funny. I only watched it because I wanted to see how bad it was, <laughs> and it was terrible. 
Oh, well. <laughs> I think we'll end that there, fellas. Lots of good things that we would do if we were thrown into the Home Alone universe. How we could become rich. How we could just have fun torturing two indestructible goons Wait, forever I, and ever I and ever. I thought of something else. Okay, one more, Scott. So and it's I, Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. So, it's, um, Home Alone 2, Marv and Harry are chasing Kevin around. I'm, in, I'm just as myself. I sneak into the toy store afterwards and fill my bag with money and then head out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so while the police are after Marvin and Harry, I sneak in. So by, in a sense, because they get caught yeah. later and they, oh, so they take the rap for yes. your, your, and there'll be people, police will go, so where did you get the money? We didn't, we didn't do the robbery. We don't believe you. We have evidence of you trying to steal yes. it. So, and that, but meanwhile, you've gone out the back way yeah. carting a load of money for children. Because the window's been smashed <laughs> by Kevin, so I have an, I have an entryway, so I don't forget my sticky fingerprints, everyone. Yeah, because the sticky bandits. Yeah, the wet bandits now. No, it's the wet bandits first, then and the then the sticky bandits. bandits. Yes. So that's my way of benefit. They changed their name. Yeah, they changed their name. Yeah, Marv changes. Marv calls them what they are. Yeah. They're stupid. The wet uh, bandits. The wet bandits. <laughs> <laughs> and then Marv covers his hand so in and just sticks his hand in those sand buckets, getting quarters and dimes. Yeah. They were nice guys. They yeah. got everything they deserved. Yes. Yeah. They deserve that massive iron face print on his, on his face. <laughs> Are they in, the in three, four, five? Do they ever return? No. Oh, okay. I think three, they <gasps> just. The rest, they just recast everyone. That's fine. I don't think I've, I've really haven't Ima- spoiled it for myself. Imagine if, um, like, Kevin had like hired them to work for his security company. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there should be a one where they're all old and they come back to try and get him when he's older. And it's like, Hurr! and it's like a really slow. Feel. Yeah, hey, but now they're old people getting falling over and hurting each other. I don't know. There's, there's, oh my hip! <laughs> there's so many possibilities. It could go on forever. Or they haunt him, and it becomes a sort of sequel where Kevin gets haunted by the ghosts. Yeah. And then it becomes a Ghostbusters uh, sequel, <laughs> where Kevin has to list the health of the Ghostbusters to catch Harry and Marv. <laughs> Another was that a Christmas that. film? No, I don't think it was a Christmas film. Ghostbusters. Was it a Christmas film? I don't think so. I don't think so. We watched it a lot Christmas, but um, no, not a Christmas film. If you think it's a Christmas film, put it down in the comments. We won't read them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, maybe we will. I, I, I guarantee nothing. Unless I disagree with you, I won't trust I won't read them. I might write an essay if what you write in the comments about Ghostbusters being a Christmas film seems wrong, but who cares? Maybe our next film. Maybe our next film is Ghostbusters. <gasps> Spoiler? No, we haven't decided yet. I haven't seen it. Um, I don't like guys. One thing about Home Alone, um, the idea of a kid getting left at home. It's it, in a way what happens to Kevin is very. It takes a lot of coincidences for it to happen. Yeah. But kids must get left at home alone all the time, yeah. and then they have to defend their property. For, for, <laughs> for, for, actually. I don't know if you could ever redo... Can you redo Home Alone any differently than how it was done? Like, you said there's five films, but they're all the same, aren't they? Some guy gets trapped alone at home. He knows someone's going to try and break in. And so he, and so he just tries to kill the them multiple one, times and the, fails. The most recent one has a slightly different concept to it. But, so the burglars... So Kevin... Or whatever his name is, I don't remember. Uh, the, I'll try to go this very briefly. So he went to this open house, stole... He, uh, the people who owned the house yeah. thought he stole something valuable, but he didn't. So they break into Kevin's house, try to try and steal it back, but realise it gets left home alone and it it's all very... Convoluted. Yeah, the burglars are only doing it because they thought something valuable when they go and broke, but they didn't. But they actually look after Kevin because they're, he's home alone. It's all very complicated and it's all happy-clappy. It's like, ugh, hate it. <laughs> Why aren't people being tortured in this? Exactly. <laughs> Why are people's heads being slashed in with bricks? Could you do an adult version of Home Alone where a normal guy, like it's kind of like a diehard slash Home Alone scenario where one guy who's actually this marine is left in charge of like some big museum or something, or, or even bigger house like a That's like a ma- unlike the museum. I feel like we've no, already... but unlike night in the museum, he's getting invaded by terrorists or or people, and then he he sets even more dangerous traps and and like. We we basically. I mean, that that basically happens. In, just logical, just in, growing members shotguns. It basically happens in John Wick One, mm. um, like loads of math, uh, what assassins. No, but he doesn't set up traps. For no, but he kills them all. 
No, but okay. So let's let's get let's let's put, let's say it's just traps. Multiple like it's kind of like almost a MacGyver situation as well, which you might not know of. But it's about, it's a guy who uses um like common everyday objects to to do amazing like okay. things. So like maybe it is like Night at the Museum, but he knows he, he knows criminals are coming in, so he has to use ordinary objects to select traps and take out like a hundred terrorists, all trying to get either him or the thing he's guarding. Do an adult version of Home Alone. Although, put in the comments if you can imagine a film that's already like that. I guess in some oh. ways, and it must be like, in a sense, Die Hard is Home Alone. <laughs> 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 I guess it kind of is. Like, <laughs> he, he's they've there. already done it. They've already done it. Like, but like White House Down or something like that, where they've all invaded the White House and he's moving through the White House. He's not setting traps. He's not like using the bust of uh, Lincoln to take out any terrorists. Mm. Um, well, this just sounds like Home Alone too. Oh no no no! Because no, it, it wasn't stolen; it was moved. Yeah, but I'm just like the adult version of do that film a crisp a remake Home Alone, but now it's it's uh, the Rock trapped in. No, in, not it, the Rock. Not the Rock. What's wrong no. with the Rock? I don't like the Rock. Why I not? Do. I don't know. It's just it's we apologise, Mr. Johnson. I stand um, by all my statements. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you met the Rock, in which case you'd change your tune very quickly. <laughs> I mean. There's no mountain of a man. Yeah, it's just apart, standing in front of Apart from Jumanji, no Kevin Hart film. Right, Tom Holland. Good. Tom Holland is a security guard at a, a at a place where there's lots oh. of various things he could use to make. It's always Tom and Holland. And he makes web shooters. <laughs> <laughs> and he becomes Spider-Man. <laughs> a very different Spider-Man origin yeah, imagine, for him. He like, like uses like glue and oven mitts and, <laughs> and becomes like... <laughs> <at> the <wall. laughs> Okay, that would be a nice little throwback at some point during the film, but I don't know. Make that. Make that film. Happy with that? I'm happy. Thank you, guys. I'm not unhappy. Uh, we're nearing the end, so... Um, but uh, thank you for taking part in this Christmas special. Mm. Um, it is okay. Twas a pre- pleasure. It's, uh, it is too... It's best that we're, we're going to do what you should do is plug some things. Like It's kind of too late for me to plug my books because Christmas has passed and you, you can't buy them anymore for your kids. But uh, if they weren't satisfied with the books you did get them at Christmas, buy, <laughs> buy my books. Buy these ones. Buy these ones. Thank you, Scott. They're uh, on screen now. They're on screen now. Well, actually, I did get bought your book for Christmas. You did? Actually. Which yes. one was it? Stolen Futures number one. But number one. Have oh, you started number reading one? it yet? I have not yet. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas was two days ago, Mark. That's true. Yeah, he's not had a lot of time. But... Uh, I'd be, I'd be, I'd really like your thoughts on it once you read it, Ben. I will. All the way through. And there's two more for you to read after that if you do like it. Yes. Scott will sing their praises. They are all very good. I, I said sing your praises. <laughs> I don't sing. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I apologize. Oh. <laughs> They're good. Oh, come on. No, I can't sing any of those. I can't. I can't. No. I, I don't have the wherewithal to turn a Christmas song um. into something about stolen futures. No. 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 Um, oh, stolen if... futures. <laughs> the night is bright. No, I'm going to stop. Yes, it's terrible. If you want to hear more of that, then leave it down in the comments and we'll make it. We'll we'll make a musical <laughs> video <laughs> a of us singing. singing advertisements out of Christmas tunes. We'll do that next year. That'll be our Christmas special. I stand by all these statements apart from that one that was just said. <laughs> it's Scott not your statement, so... You, you, you signed a contract, Scott. You have to do this. Mm, <laughs> but anyway, go buy... Uh, yeah, it's too late to buy my books, but buy them for the new year. Fresh start with a fresh load of books. Stolen Futures. Half year in about Alien Hunter Command Jones. It's up to you. And uh, I will ask Ben next episode if he did read it, and I'll keep asking until then. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, uh, Scott, I mean, not Scott, I mean, Ben, I believe okay. you've got something to, sorry, um, I believe you've got something to plug as well. Um, I do. My YouTube channel, Upstairs Studios, it's great fun, and um, you love it, and, um, well, that is evidenced by the... Likes and views. Yeah, which is insane. More the views than the likes, I've seen the likes of you ratio. Sorry, Ben. You're insulting me, Scott. No, I wouldn't do that. Do That's I need to set up this. traps in my house when you come And then over? invite him over. Yeah. <laughs> but give the game away. Yeah. But um, go, go see the Christmas... Uh, the Christmas yeah, special. Mark and Scott featured in it. Oh, and they it. did great. I get to be Thanos. Mm. That's cool. Scott did his in one take. I did. I had Including three. BBA. <laughs> BBA? You sounded just like a screaming R2. You know? And now he can't go that high. So, <laughs> treasure ever, it. Ever since I was sick for three weeks, I can no longer go that high. So. Yeah, it's a shame. That's why we've been on hiatus for a few weeks. Mm. So I was on a sabbatical. Sabbatical. <laughs> he, was, he was improving his voice. Yes. Um, yes. For the... But we're glad you're well now, Scott. Why, well, thank you all. Um, yes. 
And oh, by the way, one thing we have these episodes of What If are being put on the eighth podcast, Woo! available where all good podcasts are found, like the Apple Store, Spotify, and some other places. Sure. Link so in the description. If you like just listening to these on a long journey, go check out our podcast. There's two episodes up. We'll add a third later this week. That's yeah. great. Isn't that great? You like some kind of podcast? That is it's incredible. Great. The eighth plot podcast. Because I don't know what's happening in these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're. What? That's a joke. Oh. It's like, I Sorry. Merry Christmas. <laughs> anyway, it's time to say goodbye. Um, thanks very much don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well check out the podcast and yeah Merry Christmas to you both guys Merry Christmas you filthy animal <laughs> and a Happy New Year and a Happy New Year should we sing a Happy New Year no let's not then should we do it and a Happy New Year this is the sound of us singing not Scott getting <laughs> this is the sound of Scott getting an iron to the face <laughs> There were so many good students to choose from. I could have said, uh, this is the sound of Scott getting a, a toolbox slamming into it. <laughs> this is... That was the sound of a toolbox <laughs> falling down the stairs. This is the sound of him getting shot in the face. <laughs> this is the sound of him being blowtorched on the head. <laughs> and one more. This is the sound of him being mobbed by hundreds of pigeons. <laughs> this is the sound of him being hit around the back of the head with a shovel. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Goodbye.